Twice born. 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 What up, everybody? It's Devon, Twice Born Radio, back again with another podcast. Got my boy, Jay. We're back Twice in the building. Twice Born Come on, Radio. Man. Come on, man. We were born for this, we were man. Born. <laughs> twice we were born. We were born twice. Yes. Anyway, nothing but a couple of light-skinned brothers talking about Jesus and different subjects, man. Listen, I we <laughs> we had a bunch of subjects lined up, but I just got off of Facebook and listening to uh, something on this uh, video that I can't talk about because it would, it would be very harmful to the person's... Uh, if there is one, and uh, there isn't one, I don't think so. I want to talk about gifts and callings, and and, and the reason why this is going to be a real quick podcast. This probably be about half an hour, man. Because if I get too far into it, I'm not coming back. But I, Jason, here's my problem, and you understand because you understand what you just heard, right? Okay. And so we'll, heard. So you've heard, right? So here's the thing: I, I I do very, 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 very minuscule light work musically. In the industry, very, 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 very minuscule. Like, if you want to say that, f- for the most part, I do very little traveling. Maybe four or five times a year. Oh my gosh! No, I'm, I'm, I'm so humble. No, 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 no. no four I'm being, or five times a year. No, no, no. Because I mean, like, are you ge- serious? Generally, the Let's people not get on the radio and lie. To no, no, the people, no. Now. I'm serious. Like, people that I'm working with are doing way more than I am, and I think like the standard of living and working and what that looks like. They're dedicated to the craft. Yada yada. I do. Basically, the same thing I've been doing for the past 11 years for the same artist doing the same song. So, And I do it because I love her, and I love traveling to do that stuff. But I don't play for anybody. I don't aspire. I don't audition. I don't do none of that. Um, right. I, okay, I'll give you that. You see, you see what I'm saying? You, have, like, you haven't expanded the brand. I have not expanded. I have not dedicated right. myself to that brand. My wife, on the other hand, that's her life, right? Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, I, I do feel like I have somewhat some kind of value to my opinion, okay? As somebody who has to hire musicians and has to hire singers, strictly based upon their talent, not based upon my talent, but theirs, okay? Mm -hmm. I feel like I should be able to have some sort of say when it comes down to talking about the gift and calling of singing. Guys, we have... Let, here we go. Uncle D's back out. Uncle D and Uncle Jason are back, kids. Come on. Yes, sit on yes, down. Yes. Let's have a discussion about why uh, you should not sing, act, dance, okay? If you're not called, okay? And let's be honest. Let's be honest, Jason. You tell me biblically what the difference is between a calling and a passion. Ah. Uh. Well, a calling is 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 simply something that comes directly from God. Gotcha. It's what He's calling you to do. Okay. Now, a passion, a talent, a want—that's um, that's all self-done. Okay. And we didn't. We just not that long ago did a podcast about uh-huh. uh self-titling. Yep. Uh, well, there are many self. Uh, talented. Maybe I shouldn't say the word talented. Self. Self promoting for sure. Yes. Self promoting for sure. There's a lot of people that believe that they have more 
of a gift than they actually have. Talk about it. Some people on Christmas morning uh. get extremely excited uh-huh. about a toothpick. Right. While others say, you can only pick your teeth with that. There you go. But some video it, record it, yep. make uh, a lot out of it. There you go. Way more than anyone else cares to pay attention to. Talk about but, it. But I will say this. Talk about it. Me and you are alike in this area. We love to watch plane crashes. And when I say oh. plane crashes, oh. I don't mean Literally. literal plane crashes. But there's nothing like watching or listening or both to a person who is falling rapidly. Listen, I listen. That's so. <laughs> we both have subscriptions to Buff Carell. Oh my God! If you guys don't know who that is, <laughs> I've dropped the link in the description. YouTube Buff Carell. He is amazing, phenomenal. And make sure you put uh, the genuine one in there. Please, uh, that's uh, a pony. Yeah, that's you know, talking about with my tight tight shirt, my tight tight fitted on. <laughs> Pictures of himself. Pictures of himself on, on his, his wall. wall. In the video, Ice JJ Fish. Ice JJ man, listen, phenomenal. Listen. That man's gonna win a Grammy. That man's gonna win several Grammys, and he's collecting money in the process. Man, man. Yeah. See, we love watching that stuff, but this is why I want to get into it because there are plenty of local ice JJ fishes everywhere in your church. They're in your church. They're in your church, and you church have to stop being. You have to yes. stop being the encouraging crowd. That's right. Sending these people to musical hell. Little magic. They are not. If you're listen, if your child cannot sing, stop encouraging. Because that listen. Get them in the books. Come on, come on. Get your get your degree, young. Help sir. them find the calling. Because what happens is they'll grow up and they'll get a social media account, mm-hmm. and they will aspire to be something all of their lives mm-hmm. and never make it. And what we'll tell them is you can be anything that you want to be. And what happens is the industry will find that person. They will exploit them. And make a um, mockery out of them. Who was the... She Bang. She Bang. What was his name? William Hung. William Hung went to CSUN. Mm-hmm. Okay? I have his album, by the way. And in his mind, I'm telling hilarious. you. It's He had an album, bro. He yes. had a Pepsi commercial. Yes. He was at Cal State Northridge going to school with me. And in his mind, those... That American Idol, all that stuff came because of his talent, mm-hmm. not because it was a joke. That means that something in his brain, Ted, says that what he's saying sounds right, mm-hmm. what he's singing sounds good, mm-hmm. and what he's doing is what he's called to be doing. Like and we're not laughing at him, we're I, laughing with him. I, time out. As saved as I am, I repent. I am laughing at my man. Because, and it's not, listen, it's because in his mind, he is... Everything that he thinks he is. He was Elvis. And you can't tell him no different. He's Elvis. He deserves every piece of accolade that he got. And to be honest with you, I enjoy watching him live in that falsehood. But I have to stop. I have to stop. Because if I encourage that, it was cute when it was one or two people. But now you guys are overpowering the talented people. Yes. There's way too many of you guys. There's way too many one-hit wonders that come up with a good line of a song but sound horrible, look horrible, do horrible things. And our generation 
are exalting these people. And let me tell you something. They're exalting them because those people make them feel good about being in their wrong calling. Yep. How many, yep. 40, how many 40 Ps are out there? Julia. You know I never make a fool of you. Like, come on, man. Man, how many... How many... Listen. Rap, R&B music right now is a mockery of the American language. Oh, yeah. I was going to say English, but we don't even speak English. We speak American. The American. American. <laughs> speak American. Ain't no America. They, it, it's, listen, I, I mean, I don't want to, like, bring up all the uh, artist names, Betty Watt, but, I mean. Oh, Absolutely no enunciation whatsoever. Spell enunciation. And they <gasps> love it. Dog, dog, I'm telling you, they love it. Why do we love foolishness? And let me tell you where it all starts from. Let me tell you where it all starts from. You would think it would start from this false affirmation. It does not start with that. I'm telling you where it starts. It starts when you don't correct your kids with grammar. There it is. When your kids misspell your and your Mm. and two and two and all that stuff, when they misspell those words and nobody corrects them, that is the seed to living in a falsehood. That means that when you're posting stuff and your grammar is off and you're getting a bunch of likes, you think that's right. And it's not. And it's not. not. And you begin to build a culture of saying, hey, if I can just, you know, let me just throw this video out there and people start liking your video knowing you sound horrible. I mean horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean horrible. And they start liking that. It's another. It's just a bigger example of bad grammar. And you know what? Sadly enough, this this it goes into the business world because let's, let's be real. These people are going to have to work. They're going to have to get jobs. Now, according to them, they have pictures of themselves in rooms and 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 you know when when I'm when I'm when I'm reading emails uh-huh. on a corporate level, there you go. And the enunciation is at an all time low. No punctuation. No punctuation. Capital letters not there. Everything is just it's it's just like. It's as if though, and I can literally read it in your voice. Yeah, you type like you talk. There it is. There it is. You can't put OMG into a staff email. Okay, grown man of thirty nine years old with thirteen kids. Find yourself. Listen, guys. Listen, I I can't stress this enough. We're only ten minutes in, but I can't stress this enough. You have to be sure about what God has called you to, and there are plenty of things that I'm passionate about. But I know what I'm called to do. Let me give you an example. I'm very passionate about music. Yes, you are. I'd hope, mm-hmm. right? I love playing the piano, but it, but, um, but my passion brings a level of self awareness. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of the great musicians of our day. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of the Corey Henrys. I'm aware uh, of uh, God. Who else is there? There's plenty of other people. Anyway, I'm aware of the people. I'm aware. Robert Glasper. I'm, I'm aware of these people. Yeah, okay. I okay. thought you were going to start bringing up some of your, your legendary, you know. No, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of the people of the past. I'm aware of the Oscar Petersons, the Art Tatums. I'm aware of these people. Chick Corea. I'm aware of these people. That's not my bar. You want to know what the bar is around me? It's it's the level. It's the Quintons. It's the Marquets. It's the, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's the Daryl Duncans. It's these guys who dedicate their lives to this craft. And every time I hear them play, they're getting better right. and better and better. Okay? Now, 
With that being said, if you're constantly getting better and you're constantly working and you're giving up your time and you're giving up your effort and you're doing all this stuff and you are progressing in life. And when I say progressing, I don't mean getting more gigs. I don't mean getting more money. No. But you're watching your actual skill mm-hmm. rise to the occasion. Still, that's still that's part of the return of investment. Of the calling. Yep. Of the calling. Mm-hmm. Okay? Of the calling. There are some things that I just don't have the drive to dedicate myself to. And to be honest with you, like the Quintons and the Daryls and the Marquets and all them, I could dedicate myself to playing and I will only get a fraction of how far they've gotten. Not just in comparison, but because of calling. These guys are called to play keys in the arenas in which they play keys. Mm-hmm. I'm called to do worship with my wife. Uh, you do an me, amazing job, by the way. And I love it. I love it. We have two kids out of it. You know what I mean? That's the level of intimacy that we have. We, we are worshipers. My God, we are worshipers. But here's the thing. Here's the idea behind it. The idea behind it is I know one thing that I don't have to worry about is that I am co- what I find myself growing consistently is in the word, learning how to pastor, learning how to preach, learning how to lead God's people. I, that, that for me, I know is my calling. So I could spend the rest of my life making a living playing piano because I'm passionate about it. But I will never see the level of growth that I would see in my calling. Because I can grow in my calling just simply by living. Because everything that I do seems to feed into my calling. Do you know that when I was working at Wells Fargo, I was learning about how to manage finances and customer service. And how to deal with irate customers. Had no idea that I would have irate people that I had to deal with inside the church. And learning how to defuse situations and conversations with people. And learn how to balance budgets for small college ministries and do these things. That, all that stuff was feeding my ministry life. None of that stuff had anything to do with my music life. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? When you're called to something, it will feed that. Now, I want to help these people out here. You, you, you Facebookers right now. You people out there putting these videos up of you singing and these tracks that you're doing. And let me tell you something. Instagram, that, Instagram Facebook, Snapchat. Let me tell you something stuff. that your friends are not telling you. Everybody outside of you. Uh, that that are looking at you crazy, they're not haters. Our look of confusion is not even about your talent. The first question that anybody asks when you see a Buff Corral or a Ice JJ Fish, where are your friends? Where are your friends, my friend? Where is your family? Is that is that the first question? That's the my first, first question. question is, do they hear themselves? No, no, no. Because they, they obviously do hear themselves and think it's good. But my question is, where are your friends and family that go, uh, sweetheart, uh, man of God, uh, Buff Corral, put a shirt on, stop putting baby oil on yourself, take them pictures off the wall, yes, and go find yourself, yes. uh, not a talent agent, a job, a job, a not job. an audition, a job, a job. Because yes. let me tell you what that means when you're not getting these auditions. Yes. Everybody goes, oh, you know, it's just not my time, it's not my time. Well, let me tell you something. There's, there's, there's a point in time where you have to realize that your time is never coming. Exactly. It's not coming. And you're it, just going to be a shirtless garbage man. <laughs> you need to find not your that garbage call. man is, is, is a bad gig. They make lots of money. They make lots of money. And some people are great at it. Have you ever gone to like a place and like you, like maybe a restaurant or mm-hmm. something like that, and you see somebody who literally loves their job? Yeah. Doesn't it change the experience? Listen, listen. And, and this is, this is 100%. Um... There's a Carl's Jr. not far from, from my gig, hmm. from where I'm at. Um, and uh, by the way, guys, um, I'm not in full-time ministry. Um, it feels like it. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I do my ministry after work. Mm-hmm. But um, so, so do I. <laughs> see you in a minute, babe. Um, wow. Um, I'm married. This is America. 
Um, no, there, there's a there's a woman who worked the drive-thru at Carl's Jr. And she was so good at the drive-thru, I wanted to offer her a job. Wow. Like, literally, I was like, listen, um, you, you, you are here. You can make some serious but money. But I got a place where you can make some serious that money. That sounds like a pimp. That's what sound that like. does sound like a pimp. You know what? You don't need to be working this job. I can show you how to flip your money 14 different but I, ways. But baby. I gave her the phone number to the company. That's how it starts, man. Not to me. Not my extension. Call this number, baby. I don't need to talk to you. Call this number. But but I just thought she would be a good fit for come, what we did. Come holler at me. I got a position for you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Huh? Huh, sweet thing? Yeah. Uh, no, but no, see, no, but that's no. but no. My wife has had the same experience at somebody at Wendy's. She mm-hmm. only likes to go to Wendy's when she knows this girl is working. Yeah, because she makes the experience so great, mm-hmm. so great, man. Like I don't think you guys understand. And I don't know that you know working a window could be your, your calling it. No, but what it is, but, it is can, that... but but the way you treat the position you're at can take you places. It would it also look, watch this. This is this is what's great. When you have fallen in love with your calling, your calling. Will follow you into your positions, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Joseph, mm-hmm. Pit Palace. No matter where you are, if you are about business, if you're about what you're, what you've been called to do, Joseph, it will follow you. Even, it will follow you, even in jail, even in Rose jail. Rose to the top instantly. It, you will find yourself, and this is what I want you guys to know. It's like you got to know what you're called to do, yeah. man. And like you don't understand. Like, and, and I'm going to stick to music. When it comes down to, to being a chef, do you know that you don't have this problem with chefs? You've never really gone to a restaurant where somebody thought they were a great cook and they sucked and the restaurant lasted. Right. It falls apart. Because it doesn't take long for someone to tell you no. that wasn't good. I want to point this out. Okay? I want to point this out because the Grammys and the Oscars just happened. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Three Six Mafia has an Oscar and a Grammy. Yes, they do. For whoop that... Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, how does Three Six Mafia get a prestigious award? Now, watch this. I have friends right now who are riding their behinds off. Singers, phenomenal. I have a Kenyon Dixon, his uh, sister uh, Q, uh, Amber yeah. Riley. You can name people. Major, a whole bunch of people who are phenomenal, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Not Tori Kelly does not have a Grammy, mm-hmm. but Three Six Mafia does. Yes, Three Six. Let's five. point this out. Three Six Mafia got an Oscar before Leonardo DiCaprio. They sure did. Now, somebody explain to me how that happens. You know how that happens? Because people affirm things that are not their calling. And I know what people are going to say. Three Six Mafia is called. Think about what you just said. Called. Called what? Huh? <laughs> huh? Okay, listen. And and listen, you cannot base your calling on how much money you make. No, Because just all. because people are paying you to do it does not does mean not that mean you're successful. That's what you're supposed to do. Does not mean that. Does not, not let's 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 can we be completely honest? Let's do this. I'm gonna do this. Let's let's do this. I wanna take a few moments to let's look at some of the rap lyrics that we've exalted in our time. Okay? And I'm not gonna deal wow. with this generation. Yeah. Uh, because if I do that, I'm it's stepping into seem the, like we're picking on them. Exactly. I, I, so and let's go back to our generation. Let's go back to, and I'm going to start with the one that I think um, uh, that was most influential when I was coming out of high school, and it was by uh, an amazing artist by the name of Juvenile. Oh boy! Okay, is this huh? It's huh, huh, huh. The name of the song was huh. How do you spell that? H A. Huh. Okay. I'm going to start with the first verse of what he was saying. That's you with that bad A Benz, huh? That's because you, you can't keep your old lady 
because you keep messing with her friends, huh? You got to go to court, huh? You got served a subpoena for child support, huh? That was that nerve, huh? You ain't even much get a chance to say a word, huh? I know I ain't tripping. Don't your brother got them birds, huh? You won't bust one of them in head, huh? You ain't scared, huh? You know how to play it, huh? I know you ain't just gonna let an end come and punk you, huh? Stunt and front you, huh? Straight up run you, huh? You know what got that fire green, huh? You know what used to triple beam, huh? You ain't hard as it seems, huh? You keep your body clean, huh? You got a lot of genes, huh? Some of your partner's dope fiends, huh? This you should really... be you got a lot of Jabobi uh, genes, but okay. Yeah, is that what I was supposed to say? Yeah. You really don't want to mess with them ends, huh? You come up with them ends, huh? You stuck to them ends, huh? That's the end of the verse. Right, and then you get to the chorus. Give it to me. You a paper chaser. <laughs> you got your block on fire. Uh-huh. Remain in the G until, your moment, until the moment you expire. You know what it is. You'll make nothing. Yo, you know what it is, yo. Make nothing out of something. You handle your biz and don't be crying and suffering. Um, listen. Listen, no, hold on. Let's be honest. Juvenile's career kicked off because of this song. Before Back That Behind Up, yes. this was the song that everybody was like, yo, did you check out that MTV video of Juvenile? Now, who told him that he was a wordsmith? Yo, dog, you a phenomenal rapper. You know what happened? He surrounded himself with a bunch of dudes in the studio, and they were like, yo, Juvie, that's fire. He didn't have his headphones on. He said, huh? <laughs> yep. They said, there no, it is. man. They there said, no, nah, man. That's fire. He goes, huh? They said, yep. So he wrote a song. And everything ended in, huh? huh. And my favorite of all times. <laughs> Let's go here. Because this guy made millions of dollars in his day. His name is Silk the Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was pulling it up, too. Yeah. Let's go to Silk the Silk Shocker. The Shocker. Now, I'm not going to talk about the fact that his name Silk has two K's in it, and I'm sure that somebody said, oh, that's on purpose. I'm led to believe it wasn't, okay? Uh, uh, what was his song? What was his song? Like, what was his What was his thing? Uh, what was his uh, hits, hit single? Top hits. Uh, I'm going to say he had none. No, he did. Oh, you know what? Let's look at Everything his- he had that was good. It was all because there were... No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, he had... Features. He had lyric. Yes. On Make Him Say Uh. That's when we got introduced to Silk the Shocker, the tempo Nazi. Okay? He <laughs> the only guy who the, could not find the, the beat. P gonna make him say uh. I'm gonna make you say ow. I'm not Eric B, but guaranteed to move this MF and crowd. I stay on like switches. Money, because I like riches. Hitting nothing but type. You can guess the word. Call me. I might hit you. Make him say, nah, 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 don't trip after I bust yo. Uh, then after that, say, nah, 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 I hang with ends. I do my thing with ends. They want to know if I gang bang because I hang with the whole gang. Now, that was actually kind of clever. Let's be honest. Okay, That was a whole lot of gangs and hanging. I like that. Now, okay. now, remember, this beat is going. Din, 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 din. Give me the beat. Come on. Din, din. Uh-huh. <laughs> come on, give me the beat, man. I'm about to, I'm about to come on, I'm about to silk the shop this up. He's gonna make him say uh. I'm gonna make it out. I'm not 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 g
And all I can hear in the midst of that lyric, that <laughs> verse is, man, you're doing great. In the back of his mind, he knows he's off, but there's that like uh, affirmation demon going, man, you're doing great. You're, you're, you're doing, you're doing amazing. Going. Keep going. Sometimes, you got it. Sometimes inspiration is a curse. Okay? Yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes inspiration agree. is a curse. I agree. And, and I wonder. You got to check the source. You got to check the source, You got to check the source. And I wonder, like, when we look back now, we can laugh at these lyrics, right? But do, I, I don't know if the generation that we're dealing with now will look will back. Will ever look back? No. They're going to love Fetty Wap. He will be today, uh, yesterday's Marvin Gaye. That is the scariest thing you've ever said. Is it not? Life. It's true. And watch this, though. Let's look up the Fetty Wap lyrics. Okay? Please. Let's do that. Okay? Please. All right. Uh, I don't even know his songs. But, oh, Trap Queen. I know that one. That's the, is that the shorty yes. come my way? Yes. Right? And God bless Fetty Wap. Fetty, Fetty make your money Wap. and do your thing. Okay? Fetty Wap, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it's called Trap, Trap Queen lyrics. Queen. Uh, here we are. Yeah. I'm, uh, verse one. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Okay. He said that like that was a bedtime story. I know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start over. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again, but I'm going to do it with sophisticated music underneath. Okay? Cue the music. Okay, here we go. I'm like, hey, what's up? Hello. Seen your pretty behind soon as you came in the door. I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money. Introduced her to my stove. <laughs> Wait, what? Say la. Next piece. <laughs> Showed her, show her how to whip it. Now she remixing for low. She my trap queen. Let her hit the bando. I hope I'm not saying anything crazy. I think this is about I get drugs. It. These are all drug lyrics. Gotcha. Yes. We be counting up, watching how far them bands go. We just set a goal, talking matching Lambo. So, uh, from my understanding, they're talking about. Um, uh, they're talking about making drugs. Making drugs. So she didn't know how to do drugs. We until... sound like the scare, the, the squarest dudes on the planet yes. right now. We are. If I'm not correct. I believe they're talking about making drugs. Uh, crack cocaine. Okay, is, here is that okay. what you be? <laughs> you be, you be like. Ned Flanders, and I'll be uh, Bratz and uh, uh, P. Hartnerbrig. Okay. Yes. All right. No, I'm not. I can do that. I, that she, she oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, here's the great part. Here's where here's where everything changes for her. Okay, okay. They're talking about matching Lambos. Mm-hmm. Okay, got 50, 60 grand, probably a hundred grams though. Man, I swear I love her. How she worked that pole. Pole. Hit the strip club. We'd be letting bands go. So now they've moved from selling drugs to both going to yes, blowing the money. So let me get this. So let me get this straight. So you you bring her in, you teach her how to cook, not food, but drugs. Drugs. You sell it, buy a couple of cars, and then go take the remaining money to the strip club with her. Yes. And and I don't know if she's working in the pole and letting the bands go. Everybody hating. We just call them fans though. Mm-hmm. Uh, in so love with the money. So I ain't never letting go. No, this is not the shorty can you come my way. This is like, this is, no, this is real. And I get high with my baby. I just left the mall. I'm getting fly with my baby. Yeah, I can ride with my baby. I'd be in the kitchen cooking pies with my baby. Okay. Like, these are the lyrics that we are saying are, this is, this is the talent that we're talking about. Right? Am I, mm-hmm. am I safe to assume that this is what Prolific the kids writing. are calling talent here? Is that what we're? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh, okay, well, that's uh, Fetty Wap. I don't, I don't know anybody else, but, but uh, you guys, listen. When I read those lyrics, okay, and you heard Uncle D and Uncle Jason talking about these lyrics, and we read them, and we put some great music behind it, and you heard it, um, does that make you feel like you're listening to quality music? Because here's the, here's the real deal. Maybe people are affirming them because that is quality to them. No, that can't be. Okay. No, All right. No, no. Well, let's do this. Okay. Because everybody's talking about this guy, The Weeknd. Right? For some reason. Yes. I've even heard it said that he was the next Michael Jackson. Man. Okay. Now, the reason why I have a problem with that uh, is because... What's the name of his song? Uh, can't Feel My Face lyrics. Yes. I know she'll be the death of me. At least we'll both be numb. And she'll always be get the best of me. The worst is yet to come. This is what we call uplifting lyrics here. But at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young. This I know. Yeah. This I know. <laughs> it's worth repeating. <laughs> okay. Well, let me go to the verse. Because I didn't even know there was a verse in this song. His hair is amazing, isn't it? Satchel Bob or whatever's going on with I don't him. understand it. Um, to be honest, there is no verse. Um, after that, she told me, don't worry about it. She told me, don't worry about it no more. We both knew we can't go on without it. She told me, you'll never be alone. And then he ends the whole phrase, I can't feel my face. When I'm with you. Do you know what the song's about? But I love it. You know what the song's about? But I love it. Drugs. I can't <laughs> feel my face when I'm with you. Hey, Jason. But I love it. <sighs> hey. But I love it. Listen. Back in the day, R&B stars were getting a hit with hot grits and shooting their dads in the face. But you never heard them write a song about it. No. No? Huh? Okay? I'm confused. I, I don't understand where music has gone. Is The Weeknd living in his calling? No. Okay, now let's juxtapose that. Okay? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this. A young man who I believe is a very talented brother. Eminem. Marshall Mathers. Okay. Okay? Very talented. If I read his lyrics, we'd be going bananas right now, wouldn't we? Um... Right? Isn't it a little bit off, off, off the Richter scale? It's, it's a little weird. It's demented. Yeah. But it makes, it makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Don't you wish you could take that talent and that passion and just transform it into something that would be a little more exalting? To Surprise. There it is. We're, we're old fogies, guys. And forgive us for caring about the guy who can destroy our soul. huh? But I'm just saying, if this is the case, mm -hmm. what is Little Jay good at? Huh? Basketball. He's good at basketball, right? Do you, do you affirm him in that? Um, yes, but... Is, um, he, is he a good dancer? No. Do you put him in dance lessons? No. Why not? Because that's not his calling. What happens if he comes and says, Daddy, I want to dance? No, son, you won't. You're going to stop him from dancing? Exactly. Okay. Why is that? Because I'm not raising any Chris Browns. Chris Brown's a phenomenal dancer. That's great. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see dancing as... Let's take it a step further. Please. Okay? 
what if, like, like for instance, Lois. Mm-hmm. What if Lois comes in and says, I want to... Um, What is, what, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to name something that Lois would want to do. Oh, Lois says... Lois, she wants to act. Well, I'm not talking about that. I, I, that's, I'm saying like something like that she's like, okay, I want to play football, Jason. My wife? Yeah. Uh, no. Why? But she's passionate about it. Well, number one, she's too old. But she's passionate. Um, and I don't like the way they make the women football players dress. Are you farting? Why are you walking away from the mic while we're on here recording? Is it actually changing the sound? Uh, the more you walk away from the mic... See, now we're talking about calling again, okay? Excuse me, I, I apologize. I just had to stretch my legs for a second. You won't let her play football? No. Why? Because it's not a good idea. Why? Because I don't want to have to nurse my wife back to health She could be the most phenomenal weekend. football player ever. That's fine. But how do you know she's not called to it? Because that's not a calling. What? What are you talking about? Playing sports is it's not, not a calling. It's not a calling? What is it? Not. It's a platform. To what? To your real calling. What's the real calling? The real calling is to spread the gospel. That's all we're trying to say, people. That's all we're trying that's to say. That's all we're trying to say. That's all we're trying to say. Tim Tebow, great football player. I don't know if that's the best example. No, college. Okay. Yeah, I preface it with that. Phenomenal college football player. He did get to the playoffs. Yes. And defeated the team. Definitely. So, and he used the platform for what he was supposed to use the platform for. Give me another example. Who else has done that? Who can we think of that plays basketball that's right now Christ exalting? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, maybe the best player on the planet right now. Who's that? Number thirty. Oh, who's that? Golden State Warriors. Uh huh. Stephen <laughs> Curry. You guys look alike. In case you guys don't know, guys, Jason is light skinned with. Uh, <laughs> With different, co- with different colored eyes. With different colored, they're green, and sir. He has I'm in the two percent. And he has a son, who's light skinned with different colored eyes. His are hazel, yes. Yeah, and, and just like Steph Curry, he lost them. They were blue, actually. Whatever, whatever the case may be. But yes, see, now that's yes, a platform. Steph Curry. Now here's the thing: he's passionate about basketball. He's incredibly talented at basketball, but his calling is the. Message. It's the message and what he does. It's going all around Facebook right now about he, his shoes and how he used to wear Nikes and he used to write the scripture on there. But Nike said, look, if you want to keep wearing our shoes, you have to stop writing the scriptures on the shoes. What he do? He said, I'm going somewhere else. And where'd he go? He went to Under Armour and Under Armour actually prints the scripture on the shoes. Now. So he doesn't have to write it anymore. There you go. I actually have a pair of his first shoes that came out, and it has the scripture reference of, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, And I really, actually, I was really juiced about that when I opened the pair, because I didn't know that that was on there. Got you hyped up, though, didn't it? It got me way hyped. Now, what did more for you, watching him score all those points, or watching him score all those points and still point everything back to God? Definitely. Exalting Christ. If what you're doing... I don't care what it is. I don't care where your talent is. If what you're doing doesn't point to the exaltation of Christ, stop doing it. I'm telling you guys, it's going to bring you success. It's going to bring you money. It may bring you a level of fame. But in the end, if you're not using it to exalt Christ in some fashion. And you guys see Steph Curry. It's not like he turned down any part of his life. He got a fine wife. 
Mm-hmm. He's living successfully. He's making a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Been in the midst of all that. And you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I think he might throw a few curse words out every now and again. I think he might have a little bit of that problem in him. I think every now and again he has a problem when he gets fouled or he fouls somebody and says it's not real. I think that, but that doesn't turn down his calling. It may be a little hit against it, but it doesn't turn it down. Am I right? Can he wear those shoes? Mm-hmm. Right? His wife is great at cooking, is she not? I guess. I've never had it. She's on, oh, well, I mean, she's on Food Network. Is she really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She's a judge on guys' grocery games. She's, she's you know, I she's, didn't know that. she's known as a food blogger, known as a great. But what is she most known for? What, what did she do that got her the most attention? Uh... She made a bet? Was it a bet or an agreement? <laughs> she she made an agreement with her husband. That was one thing. What was after that, though? Oh, was that not it? That, that wasn't was not what it. you were looking for? No, it was not what I was looking for. That's, a, that, that's off the chain, though. I don't know what the other thing is. The other thing was she talked about dressing modestly. Oh. And everybody got on her about, you know, covering up a little bit. They told her? No, to she said, up? I don't know about all this showing the skin, yada, 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 but, you know. Um, let me pull. Let me pull the, the quote for you because it's very. It's very. Um, it's very. I can appreciate a person who. Yeah, it, in the spotlight will not change or become something they aren't. Just because. Just because. And there's, a, there's a clear expectation that if you're a wife of a basketball player, you got to have a weave down to your heels, and you know you got you 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 essentially have to become. A basketball wife. This is why I love it, man. Thank you for saying that. Because what she was saying was, listen, she is not the one who brought the success to the Curry family. Right. But she also still has a calling on her life. Mm -hmm. And she's amongst a lot of wives who don't know their calling. Mm -hmm. So this is the tweet that she made. Influence. Influence. She made this tweet December 5th, 2015. Okay. This is during their run to the championship. Or no. The current one. Beginning of this season. Okay? Everyone's into barely wearing clothes these days, huh? Not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. Three laughing emojis. Hmm. Love it. 92,536 likes, 67,751 retweets. Perfect. And she got destroyed in the media. Of course. Because she was being judgmental, apparently. Huh. So... So, so, is it not judgmental when someone covers up and everyone talks about how frumpy they look? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is that this woman was able to tweet something that was completely contradictory to what a basketball basketball wife normally is. Now, there's plenty of great basketball wives, mm-hmm. but she has a platform that's much different. Yes. She has the MVP as a husband, mm-hmm. an NBA champion as a husband, mm-hmm. and a guy who can shoot from five, from half court and right. make it six yes. out of seven yes. times. A guy who can shoot from, from Pasadena to the Staples Center. She has two kids. Whenever he wants to. Whenever he wants. She, she has her own career right. that she's working with. Mm-hmm. She's doing her thing. And when it comes down for her to tweet, she tweets that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a great use of calling? Isn't that Christ exalting? It is. But here's the sad part. The sad part is that the general public has an expectation of foolishness ah. for everyone with a voice. Yep. So if you have a voice, there's an expectation that you need to tweet, post something that has to do with foolishness. And not just foolishness, but they're expecting you to be politically correct in that foolishness. 
So don't so say what you're gonna say foolishly, but not offend anybody. Am I correct? Yeah. Am yeah, I correct? It's it's weird. It's it's. I don't want to say it's a double standard, but it's a. The way the way that the media does things and looks at things, um, in a sense, and and I'm saying the vast majority of media because we would be considered media at this point. Yeah. With what we're doing, but that's that's a really weird thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. But the vast majority of media will take whatever spin they can to create the controversy needed to get listeners or sell magazines or truth, what have you. truth. True. Instead of just letting be what is. It is. And and to be honest with you, we expect that. Christ was controversial, was he not? Honestly, I don't think Christ was controversial. I think what happened was, was that the people were not expecting him to say and do what he did when he did what he did and said what he said. But wouldn't that be the basis of controversy now? That he he did, he did well, opposite I guess it's, of the culture. I guess it's, it's opposition to to the culture to, to expectation. He was he was opposite the church culture. He right. was opposite the the the, right. the Gentile culture. Yeah, he totally broke down what what religion was set up for. Is this not what we're seeing amongst people who are called? Yeah, aren't they aren't they doing that? It should be right. Tim Tebow is constantly doing stuff, and they're going. Why, I don't understand how he's doing that. Why he's doing that? Why he's saying that? It's so countercultural. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, Aisha Curry. Keep your Jesus to yourself. You see what I'm saying? Like to me, the calling is about Christ exalting. Yep. And if I go out there right now and I try to ballerina dance, mm-hmm. right? If I ballerina dance, and my entire life is about trying to prove why I can ballerina dance, as opposed to I'm ballerina dancing to Christ exalt. So that means that if I get out there and I start doing my ballerina dance and I suck. And I, I can't find a way to exalt Christ in that. Maybe I should stop. Right. Perfect example. Not of what you just said, but D1. We just watched this video. Who is D1? D1, Christian rapper. Okay. Uh, from from New Orleans. Uh-huh. Um, really, really talented dude. Um, but he has a song called um, Sally Maybach. And it's literally a song about him paying off his student loans. Playing at the end of this podcast too, I'm gonna play it. That's what it is. The song itself is not Christ exalting. Nope. It's not a Christian rap song. It's not what you're. No. Nope. It's not what you expect. If you hear he's a Christian rapper, you're like, but he's not exalting Christ. He's not preaching to me like like. And it's weird because most people think that Christian rappers can't take a song off, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak, right? But anyway, so he makes this song. And it's funny because the first time I ever heard the song, the attorney at my job sent it to all the managers. Wow. And said, hey, you guys got to check out this song because we have a contract with... Uh, Sally Mae. With Navient, which is which used to be Sally, Sally Mae. Right? So, um, she sends us this YouTube video. I watched the video. I'm like, hey, that's D1. Christian rapper. There it is. That's interesting that uh-huh. you would send us a link of D1. Yeah. Not that she's not a Christian, uh-huh. but just the simple fact that how did she find that? There it is. Now, this song has gone super viral. Yep. The YouTube video has gone super viral over, I think, I want to say like 5 million views now. Um, 
and everyone's loving the song because everyone can relate to Paying student, student loans. loans. Yeah, man. Do you know that one out of every three Americans has student loans? That's cool. Every, out of every three? One out of every three Americans has student loan debt. That's bananas. There's like, the Department of Education has like $16 trillion in That's student bananas. loan debt. That's bananas. My, my, I'm secure in where I'm at right now. You're, you're not going anywhere. Not really, but we'll see what happens. But anyway, that being said, um, <laughs> he was on the, not The View, what's the, what's the name of the, the... The Talk. The other word for The View. The Black View. The, <laughs> the Talk. talk. Oh. oh, that no disrespect to those people, but... Come the black on. people? Let's be real what it is. No, not the black people, but the people on the show. Who are the, who are the people the on host. the show? The host. Who are they? I don't know. Tamar or who else? Yeah, you don't know you don't know any of the black people. I don't know any of them. I have never watched the show before. Mm-hmm. I actually work during the day, so I don't, uh, I don't get to watch uh, that. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, you get my point. So anyway, uh, um, he he uses that opportunity. They interview him, and as they're interviewing him, within ten seconds of the interview, he mentions that I am a man of God, and instantly starts to share. His, actual, his testimony about what the Lord asked him to do, which was? Celibacy. There you go. Celibacy. And that is using the platform that was given. The platform he had at that time was millions of eyes, millions of watchers of that show. Mm-hmm. And what did he use it for? To exalt Christ. I think that that is the epitome of what we're talking about. Except for the fact that he's talented and the people we're talking to, not so much. Wow. Not so much, guys. Listen, um, yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you, listen, it didn't take me long to figure out that I wasn't good at the things I wasn't good at. What weren't you good at? Uh, Playing the piano, for one. Yeah, you suck at that. But I could be good. Good. I'd have to put in the work to become good. There would be improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, drawing. You're not good at drawing? Not good at drawing. And won't be good at drawing. It doesn't get better. No, that's good. No, I, I just ball up a lot of pieces of paper and throw them away. You should take off your shirt and do it. Put pictures of yourself. You should draw your own pictures and put on your wall. Buff. Corral. Corral. You know what I'm not good at? What? I found out that I was not good at track and field and I never had to run a track event. There was a Nintendo game mm. called Track and Field. Mm-hmm. And you had the pad. Had a power pad. Yes. I don't know. I was 12, 13 years old. Four or 500 pounds. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> the other kids would run and I would get on my hands and knees and I would use my knuckles to run over the pads. As fast as I could. You cheated. Because I knew. I knew I couldn't make it. Couldn't, so I tried to find shortcuts. Couldn't move those legs. All I cared about was winning. I didn't right. care about being a good track and field person. Uh, I didn't care about being fast. Hmm. I'm going to take a shortcut so I can get the success. Huh. Does that sound like sound familiar? It sounds real familiar. Like, let's just try to use the method everyone else has already used. Shortcut it. That's... Talk about strippers and fancy cars and 
girls with big behinds and there it is making the weather change. Oh, you're talking about making it rain. Ah, <laughs> slow, be slow, guys. Oh, you're such a clever guy. <laughs> you're so clever, but it's the honest to God truth. It Listen, is. It is. people who are called to a certain thing enjoy the experiences through the process. Yes, the journey is just as important. People who are passionate about certain things are passionate about results. Agreed. Okay. All right. Agreed. When you're called, you enjoy this experience. I, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I'm jumping into this YouTube thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm called to that. I'm mm-hmm. passionate about it right now. I love it. Yeah. But I tell you what, I am doing. I'm enjoying this process beyond belief. This podcast. This, this podcast is still underground. Nobody even knows. Yes. I think we may have negative forty-seven viewers. Right. <laughs> Every time we put something out. But no. But, but well, at some point. But hey, listen. We talked about this, right? We talked about this that. That there are people who come up to us, and they know us by the podcast podcast. before they know us by anything else. And when they find out who we are, it leads them right back to Christ at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah, We use the platform. We use the platform. As small as it is, we still use it. it. We still use it. And And, and we wouldn't change. If, If the platform had the opportunity to grow to 30 million listeners tomorrow, we would talk about the same stuff in the same manner. There it is. Because if he can uh, uh, trust us with a few things, yes, yes, we, we would we would exalt Christ and down talk those with no talent at the same in the same at podcast, the same in the same podcast. Time, man, you Jesus know? is Lord. And you're Stop right. singing! <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> God has a plan for your life. It's not singing. It's not singing. <laughs> Front of the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Not singing. Not singing. Anyway, that's a great podcast. We had to get that off of our chest. Yes. I mean, there's so much more we can go into and talk about that. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to We should have more rant podcasts. Need, we need at least we need, one. Yeah, need like one a month. That's just a right. good rant. You know what? What you would know, you rant on next? You know you what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? I don't know, man. Uh, um, actually... Uh, the way certain people drive, and when I say certain people, I'm Don't not talking about. I'm Don't not be oppressive. Don't you racially. say it. I'm not talking about racially. Okay. I'm just talking about gender. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Women no. with their tiny brains. <laughs> We don't mean that. We have wives, and I have a daughter yes. on the way. That's, yes. a, that's another thing. I, you know what I would rant on? Yes, let's talk about that. I would rant on annual days at churches. Oh. I would spend a good Dude, hour. Somebody help to. me. Somebody we help me to. understand why I need to show up for another service to exalt the choir or the ushers or the deacons or the men or the women. How come the men and the women can't all be encompassing in the annual church day? Can we just have an annual church day and just celebrate everybody in one great time? Hey, you did a great job today, usher. You did a great job, trustee board. Hey, you guys are doing great over there in children's church. Here's your annual day. Do you know the church made an annual day for me at my old church? For you? It was an annual Devon Johnson day. That's weird. I left. And the expectation is for you not to develop pride around that? I don't know. I thought my expectation was not to play. I ended up playing for my own service. Really, all it was was a service with a special offering, but I took it. That sounded very prideful of you. To hey! Not, to not want to play on Devon Johnson annual day. Hey, it wasn't my calling. So, in any case, uh, that's it, man. We, we just wanted to get that off our chest. We'll do another rant soon. How about you guys send us? Hit us up. Hit us on Twitter. At J Ford Neo, dude, that was terrible. What is it? 
Janio 4L. Why? What is it? Janio is a breakdown of two nicknames. J, I, and Neo is the name I had for my wife when we first uh, You named your wife Neo? Yeah. She After had... the big-headed guy who wears hats all the time and can't sing? No. Oh. No. 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 And not the one either. Oh. Uh, she had a very, like, Neo soul, like, uh, flavor to her back when we first started talking. J Neo 4L? Yeah. I can't say that on this podcast. When we get done, I gotta tell you what something that happened. Mine is a little bit more sane. Devon J Son. D E V O N J S O N. On Twitter. Devon J Son. Wait. You can find uh, J- Johnson. I just gonna put Johnson in there because someone took it. So J Son. Anyway, that's besides the point. Mine is at Gmail, guys. By the way. No, I'll send your Twitter name, man. Come on. Oh. Oh, at you don't give out your personal Jamie email address on here. Why? Well, cause you don't want to get your personal email address attached. What does it to matter, people. man? I get tons of spam. Yeah, right. What happens if you blow up to thirty million viewers or subscribers, and people now go back to this podcast and they're able to email you? You want to give a separate email address? Keep your personal stuff separate. You hey, never look. know mine. Hit me on Twitter or find me on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at Twice Born Radio. Yeah, Twice Born Radio. And we're also, You'll see a picture. It looks like me and Common sitting on a. Uh, we look like uh, we look on like, a park bench. We look like uh, rough ends trying to make it. <laughs> we look like a motorcycle bikers club <laughs> with no bikes. Yeah, 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 we're not we're not called to that at all. Leather vest and all. Hit hit us up, man. We have a lot of special stuff planned this year, so we're gonna we're gonna get off now. It is actually one thirty in the morning, and you have to go to work. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's fine. No be. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Anyway, on our way out, here's D1's song. Uh, Sa- Sally Maybach. Sally Maybach. Link the video. I finished the- Sally Maybach. <laughs> Maybach. I'm going to link the video in the description. Until we see you guys again, this is Devon. And Jason. And birth don't mean nothing. If it ain't twice. Christ Born Radio, we out. I finished. I finished. I finished. For those who doubted me, yeah, this is payback. And I've been on my grizzly, yeah, since way back. No, sir, and I don't drive a Maybach. But guess what I did? I finished paying selling Maybach. Maybach. She called me at least twice a day. She want our money badly. Calling me from different numbers. Ooh, she thinks she's slick. But I got them all memorized. I hit ignore quick. Needed tuition. Needed room and board. Had to pay for books. So I took out loans to feed the board. Graduated. Wasn't making quite enough to pay them back. Went in default. Messed my credit up. Check my Equifax. Huh. I ain't proud of that. I'm more proud of that. I ain't drowning that. I got two jobs. Really got on my grind. No time to whine. I can't ride the pine in the game right now. My time to shine. Started paying them loans back one at a time. Got them down, 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 down. Till I paid them all off. Peace sign. For those who doubted me, yeah, this is payback. And I've been on my grizzly, yeah, since way back. No, sir. And I don't drive a Maybach. But guess what I did? I finished paying selling Maybach. Maybach. Baby, I finished paying, selling, baby, baby, I finished paying, selling, baby, baby. Love.
thousand dollars, or maybe it's more. Is it eighty thousand dollars? Ninety thousand dollars? A hundred thousand dollars? How much do you owe? Is it forty thousand dollars? Since way back, no sir, and I will drive a maid back. But guess what I did? I finished paying selling maybach, maybach. Hey, my guy, I thought I told you bring him back on full. <laughs>